0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome
1: back to Real Presence Live, and thank you for listening. My name is Father Richard Kunz. I'm coming to you from the beautiful diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on the shores of Lake Superior. The foggy city of Duluth right now. I can't see across the street, or at least we couldn't yesterday. And my co-host is Cindy Jennings. Cindy Jennings, thank you very much for uh, joining us, listeners. And uh, I am very excited about our next guest. This is Josh Mercer from uh, the Loop and Catholic Vote. Now, uh, if if there was a loop, if there was a loop fan club i would be the president of it josh but first
2: Amazing. before
1: we before we go into that josh tell us a little bit about yourself because you're new to real presence radio
0: well i you know, i i'm actually uh, born in minnesota um got involved in uh politics and journalism and uh was a um, with with two other uh, friends of mine we started catholic vote um, to try to get people more inter- uh, more Catholics involved in the political process because so many Catholics say politics is terrible. And it's like, well, I'm going to roll up our sleeves. Let's get involved, and try to make it better. And, uh, as you mentioned there, I'm editor of the, the daily email called The Loop, which just tries to educate Catholics about what's going on in the news.
1: And you are married with children?
0: That's right. I, I moved to, I mean, I do love Minnesota, but, uh, I, I found, uh, I found my wife in uh, Michigan, and we are uh, way up in northern Michigan. We're uh, uh, just not too far off Lake Michigan. It's a different lake, but another one of those great lakes. And uh, we have six uh, children, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, okay, so you were involved. Tell me what you said in your past you were involved in politics and in writing. What was that in your past?
0: Well, the first time I actually worked on a uh, political campaign was um, actually in Minnesota. Um, I had volunteered on the side here and there, but um, I worked for um, actually uh, Tim Pawlenty's first uh, gubernatorial campaign way back in the day, 2002, um, and just wanted to get an understanding of what it looked like on the inside uh, of things. And you know, uh, it, it's it, it's a grind. It's not as ugly as everyone always thinks that it all. Oh, it's got to be a nasty and backbiting and all that stuff. I mean, there's that stuff exists. You know, uh, just about in every major se- sector of the American life today. But it was not as you know as horrible as everyone else makes it out to be. But I just learned a lot, and I, I you know got excited by that, and uh, kept going. And then I ended up. Um, I said well, it's probably best for me to be more of a writer than involved directly in the campaigns. I just figured I was a little bit better. Maybe God give me that gift to write a little bit better, so. I went down to Louisiana. Uh, There's a big Senate contest going on down there. And I wrote an article about it. Um, And this is like in the early, I mean, 2002 is still kind of the early days of the internet, if you can think of it that way, I guess. And uh, I wrote a story uh, exposing this uh, Mary Landrew, who's a, she claimed she was Catholic and she's horribly pro abortion. But not only that, I mean, you know, when politicians normally, they, stretch a truth you know most of the time most of the times when you say they're lying it's usually that they're stretching the truth so far you know but in this case she actually did lie i mean she had said that she would voted for you know this way on medicaid funding you know for abortions in fact she voted the other way it was just there's no there's no way to stretch the truth it was just a lie mm-hmm. and so i got the research i found it i i, I blew the whistle and um, the Drudge Report, which you know back then was a little bit more reliable than it is now, it's kind of kind of crazy, but it posted the story. Uh, I wrote it for the National Catholic Register, I mean, a small little publication, obviously, which a lot of Catholics <laughs> like, it's a good publication. But when Drudge Report linked to this article on the National Catholic Register website, this is in 2002, it completely melted the the web server, and just I mean, it was it was crazy cause how much traffic that guy is able to generate. And that just got me really excited and interested. Like, you know, I, I want to keep doing this. I want to find ways to, you know, to get the word out and and, and let Catholics, you know, be informed. Let, let them know what's really going on. Make make the best decisions. I'm not telling them you got to vote this way, you got to vote that way. I'm just laying it out on the table and saying, here, this person is, is lying to you. You know, they're they're saying they voted pro life and they actually didn't. So,
1: well, on that I mean, the thing is that it sounds like a, it, I mean. It's, I mean, knowing what you do now, that's exactly what you do do. I mean, this is, I mean, so, okay, so, like I said, I am I am about the biggest cheerleader for The Loop and Catholic Vote, but for the listeners, and they, all the listeners that listen to me have heard it, but I want to hear, have them hear it from the horse's mouth. Tell us a little bit about what Catholic Vote is and then a little bit more about The Loop in particular.
0: Well, obviously, Catholic Vote, like I said before, we, we want to try to get Catholics to understand more because there's a knowledge gap. I mean, it's not like when you're born, when you get baptized, it's not like everyone tells you, "Okay, this is how the American system of government really works." Not just how they tell you in, in civics class. And this is what how you need to you know increase your power and leverage and you know organize. You know, tell you that stuff. And so it's incumbent upon you know uh, people to gather together and form organizations and, and advocate policies that you know the abortion industry makes millions and millions of dollars, unfortunately, killing children. And so they can use that money to support the candidates that they want, right? Well, we have to step up, and, you know, a lot of us are not, you know, middle class, lower middle class. We're fighting against this Death Star, you know, and so that's what Catholic vote, you know, we figure strength in numbers, right? Try to organize Catholics and let them know what's going on. Now, I remember in terms of the loop, I mean, I just think that the, unfortunately, the mainstream media, over the you know, the, the, I've I've made the contention that the mainstream media has always been uh, slanted, very pro-abortion, very pro-sexual revolution in every manifest, every color of the rainbow, as they might say. But we can't be we cannot consider them to be an honest or fair arbiter of what's going on in the news. We can't expect them to be faithful in terms of you know uh, representing what's going on with the church. And so, you know, what struck for me this moment was I was watching this debate on CNN. And there, it was right before the Supreme Court decision on same-sex marriages. And the, they had Pierce Morgan. He's not on there anymore, but he's from Britain. And he's he's in, he's having this debate on marriage, you know, whether or not it should be extended to same-sex couples. And he has Susie Orman on the show, and she's actually, you know quote, married to another woman. She's a very articulate person. She's an anchor on CNBC. I mean, she's very well versed at explaining her position. No question. And they actually brought on Ryan Anderson, who I would say is the best on our side in terms of this is what marriage is. It's unique. It's between a man and a woman. That's how it is. And this is why, you know, and he's not hateful. He's just very down the road, very cool cucumber. He's the best. And but here's the thing. When they had this debate, they had a whole live studio audience, right? They put uh, you know Susie Orman was sitting right next to Pierce Morgan, the anchor, but then they had Ryan Anderson in the front row. They would not give him the dignity of no. sitting at the same table because they thought, oh, forty years from now, this will just be looked at as segregation, and I, there's no way I want to be even seen sitting at the same table as someone who believes in this kind of stuff, and that just made me so furious. It's like. You know, and, and again, when something like that happens, like, how can we use it for good? And I said, I'm 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 done with this. We need to make sure that Catholics no longer have to rely on CNN and The New York Times, The Washington Post, Star Tribune in Minneapolis, these outlets to try to get a better educated on what's really going on and just tell it like it is. And so I started the loop because of that. You know, and what we do is we just we cover what's going on in the news, both in politics. You know, with regards to abortion or marriage, what's going on in the church, you know, and frankly, um, you know, our, our thing is sunlight is the best disinfectant, as the one Justice said. If people just know what's going on, they're going to make better choices. And so I think it's, I, it's my calling to try to make sure Catholics can better understand what's going on. And I think the daily email of the loop is a great supplement the Catholic Radio, which I think Catholic Radio does a phenomenal job. But I just feel like we do a little bit more into the political stuff, just what's going on here and there, and I think it's really helpful.
1: That's right. And you can't can't check your faith at the door when it comes to voting in politics. You can't. I mean, we are supposed to be animated by our faith in everything that we do, and then how we can affect the world. And so you know, I've certainly said this before on the air, but I'm going to say it in your presence, Josh. Is that that if you're listening right now to Real Presence Live, you need to sign up for the Loop. It's so it's just Catholic vote, You can go to uh, um, Dot com and the Loop. It's very clearly uh, linked up there. It's a daily email, except for Sunday, every single day, and it's basically how I always phrase it. It's like it's like. Th- The news from a Catholic perspective, and a lot of the news stories that you'll see on the loop are not things that you'll see in the regular news. And so, and the other great thing about the loop is that that you can read a story, you can get the whole all the news from a Catholic perspective in like three minutes. It's like I go through the loop really, really quick, and I feel super equipped in regards to going forward in my day. Certainly, as a pastor, where I can answer questions that a lot of preachers might have from a Catholic perspective, and so. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: actually been one of the things for us. A lot of the feedback we get from people is that, look, I'm very busy, and I love that I can just read. Uh, You know, it's like there are like nine paragraphs on nine different stories real quick, boom, 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 boom. And you can get through it, like you say, in about three minutes. And then, you know, a lot of busy moms, they're dealing with kids. They're screaming, yelling, and stuff like that. And they can just open up their phone real quick, find out what's going on in the news, and then, you know, get back to the busy work that they have to do as well, just like you, like a priest has to do. So many people have a lot of busy stuff. This is a real quick way to get your uh, dose of the news and staying informed.
1: Yeah, I mean it's in and it comes in the early morning. So the loop is the very first thing I do in the morning after I shower, and so the it comes early in the morning. So you have all day to look at it, and so it's like anyhow, if you're listening and you're listening because, I mean, you're listening. So sign up for The Loop. I'm telling you, it's the best thing. It's my favorite. I'm a news junkie. I'm a self-professed news junkie, Josh, but yours is my favorite source of news. And we're going to keep this conversation going immediately after this very brief break.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
2: Uh, I remember even during that time, and and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not... Close, closer to God than I am. Hmm. Uh, you know, so I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course, I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends. You know,
3: you wouldn't dare. No,
2: of course not. But I, 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 I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the Scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they they do not believe in the real presence of christ in the sacrament they had communion every sunday and so they really taught me to love the lord's supper uh, and to love the scriptures and so i'm really thankful to them for that
0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right
1: here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kuntz and I'm here with my co-host
4: Cindy Jennings and we
1: are coming to you from the beautiful city of Duluth, Minnesota where you can't see anything because it's so foggy. We had no 4th of July because it was so foggy. uh, We're talking to Josh Mercer, uh, Mercer from The Loop and Catholic Vote and this is a fascinating conversation because i am a big fan of the loop and so uh josh welcome again to real presence radio and real presence live and so obviously the big you know i mean we're talking about how the loop is really the news from the catholic perspective a lot of things that you won't see uh on your regular headlines and one of the things that you guys are doing in the loop which is an incredibly great service is the uh tracking of the attacks that are happening now on pro-life organizations as well as churches maybe you can speak a little bit to that
0: yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, we're seeing these happen a lot. I mean, there was, you know, the U.S. bishops had done a report back in October saying that there had been over 100 attacks on churches, and this was, you know, in the 12 months preceding that October. So this is before the whole leaked draft on the pro-life uh, opinion, possibly overturned row, right? Before all that, there's over 100 attacks on Catholic churches. And then once the draft opinion was released back in May, and then obviously now with Role being overturned, that that we're seeing an escalation now of attacks, and they're happening in just about every corner of the United States. And so, over at Catholic Vote, we're doing, uh, and you can go to our website and, and see it. Not only can you sign up for the loop, so thank you for that, but if you go to CatholicVote.org, you can see we have two different things. We have a, a, a tracker on the violence against Catholic parishes, so you can find out where they're going on all over the country across the country, and then we have another tracker on how all the attacks against pro-life organizations or crisis pregnancy centers and so that one again it's just like it's one of the things where in the catholic church a lot of people are very pro-life got frustrated because you know it's sometimes you have politicians who claim they're catholic and, and they go completely against the teachings of the church but at the end of the day everyone still knows to be catholic is to be pro-life and obviously we Absolutely abhor any violence done against our parishes and churches, but in a sense, it's like, wow. I mean, they they at least know that we're standing up for the for the unborn children, and mm-hmm. we're a witness for unborn children. If if they're coming after us, but uh, obviously we don't welcome such attacks. Obviously, but um, but there was a discussion about this. I mean, like in 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 Capitol Hill, they're talking about you know the pro-abortion politicians on Capitol Hill were worried about attacks on abortion uh, facilities. And this pro-life congresswoman from Iowa, Ashley Henson's like, actually uh, (laughs) what about crisis pregnancy centers? And she cited Catholic Votes' tracker, and she said, you know, according to Catholic Votes' tracker here, there's been, you know, X number of attacks on crisis pregnancy centers. Don't you think we should provide security for them as well? And so they voted for it, even though Republicans uh, are in the minority, they were able to get this Added to the appropriations bill to provide security. Now we'll see. That that's not law yet, but that's making its way through uh, the process there. And so, again, it's just one of those things where, obviously, we don't want the violence and stuff like that, and we want to try to do what we can to provide, provide better security. But uh, we got to stand up and we got to defend the unborn no matter what. And, and I'm, I'm proud to be a Catholic today, um, and, and because of our church's faithful witness.
1: Well, you know, the the thing is that, you know, I mean I'm one of the reasons why I love Catholic vote in the loop is because you, you call it as it is. You know, there's no there's no sugar coating things and I really identify with that. You know, I, I'm I'm often like I think a lot of people say, Oh, Father Rich is that he's he, he gets too political in his homilies. I never get political. I talk about the issues. And from my standpoint, there's always like these threats that the loop doesn't have to worry about the Catholic vote, but the Catholic parishes have to vote. Have to worry about. I don't even worry about it, where they say, "Well, take their tax ex- exempt status away." I said, "Please take it away." I don't want to be. I don't want to be harnessed by scares of tax exempt status. The gospel should not be uh, um, sh- uh, should not be threatened by tax exemption. I don't care about tax exempt status, and that's what I love about the loop so much in Catholic vote. It's like you guys you, you you take off the gloves, and we have to take off the gloves. We have to be charitable. We have to be loving, obviously, but that doesn't mean you you sugarcoat things or you soften the message. And that's what I love about the loop.
0: And it's funny because we had people over the last few months and said, boy, you know, gosh, I really like the loop and I enjoy reading it because you provide so much information. But so many of the stories have been negative recently. And then, I, I, well, what can I do? I, I You know what? I want to let people know sometimes, you know, there are good times and sometimes there are bad times. And there was a lot of bad news. But then at the end of the day, we try to do something inspirational, like here's like a, a beautiful story about a, uh, of a nun and her vocation or something like that. We try to have... Additionally, some good spiritual content that can be uplifting. But we're, but at the, like you say, we're still not going to sugarcoat, but there's some stuff, bad stuff going on out there. We have federal officials who are trying to encourage young, young children to quote transition their gender through mm-hmm. radical procedures. That's stuff that is just absolutely unheard of even 15, 20 years ago. We need to, uh, you know, sound the alarm on what's going on. But I have to say, we've had a lot less complaints about bad news ever since the great news that Roe v. Wade was overturned. So you never know. God, God provides. And that the timing of that decision was obviously in his hands. We praise him for it.
1: In the end, good wins. Good is always going to win. And the things that there's so many people that say, well, I don't want to listen to the news. You know, it's so depressing. But the fact is that it doesn't go away by putting our heads in the sand. You know, I mean, we have to know what's out there. So we know what to fight. We have to bring truth out there. And so we have to equip ourselves with the knowledge to know what we're up and, up and against. And like you said, there are good times, there are bad times. We are going through a rough time. And so that's why, you know, it's like, again, the loop in Catholic Boat is the very tip of the sword when it comes to uh, to fighting against the culture wars. And, and we have to have the culture of life win and the culture of truth win. You know, it's-
0: and I think a lot of times the cable news and cable TV... Um, they, they tend to like the circus of it and the food fight aspect of it. Uh, not so much, uh, I, you know, you don't see that at all on Catholic Radio and or The Loop. We just want to tell you what's go- actually going on. Here's what's going on. Here's the threat. Here's the things. Here's how we can make a difference. And uh, I think just Catholics end up be- being better off that way. We're not, like you said, we're not going to sugarcoat go it, but we're also, you know, it's not we're not making a spectacle about this because we know it's important.
4: Well, and for me, I'm not watching the news like Father Richard. Oh, you're
2: one of those people.
4: (laughs) I'm not. I got rid of my cable. But I'm on Facebook and my email, and and it's just refreshing to see it. I love it. It makes me feel like we have a whole army out there, and the truth is out there. And it was so hard to find for a while. That's why I kind of just shut down. And so it's it's so great to have this information and know that people have your back. Are you? Do you know how, how many people have this? I mean, well, yeah.
1: Speaking of the army,
4: Josh, yeah. what are how what are the numbers? Is the
0: army? Yeah, actually, when I went to go visit you, Father, just, that was just when we hit two hundred and fifty thousand people wow. who were signed up for the loop right of getting it every day. So it's pretty amazing stuff. We're we're excited by it, and it continues to grow real fast every day. People. You know through word of mouth, precisely what you just said, you know, men and women both, maybe women even a little bit more so, they just cannot stand the food fight aspect of watching the news. and they want they just want to know what's going on, but they don't want to have to be you know barraged by some of this stuff. And so this we just kind of lay it out very nice and straight, you know a short one paragraph summary. here's what's going on. And if you want to read more, you can click here, but it's not going to be a food fight. it's not gonna to be a spectacle. Uh, we're not going to sugarcoat it but you know we'll let you know what's really going on and i think people appreciate that we we're trying to be honor and respect you know the recipient who's reading the email we're not it's not a gimmick it's not a click it's just a, we do consider it a service you know to people so
4: josh do you do you get to work at home or do you have to go i do into i an do uh, okay. <laughs> I, uh,
0: I i have been blessed uh you know the internet age i i was I was doing uh, telecommuting before COVID and all that other stuff for years and years. So yeah.
4: And where did you go to get your education for journalism?
0: Well, actually, the thing is, I went to Hillsdale College uh, in southern Michigan, very uh, oh, small, very conservative school, right? Um, and the Hillsdale philosophy on journalism is that journalism is a trade there are you know what you need to do is learn how to be a good thinker and so you can't actually major in journalism there you have to learn some other things so i majored in political you know economics and then um i studied classics as a minor i don't know enough latin so don't put me on the spot anymore um <laughs> uh, but then you can take additional classes on journalism to try to help you understand it but they what first of all they just want you to be a good critical fear uh thinker um, above and beyond anything else.
1: So. so, Josh, why don't you just explain again, how does how does somebody that's listening, if somebody just so happened to be listening that's not on the loop, which I should excommunicate them if they're listening to my show, but if, how, do, how, do they, how do they sign up for it? How do they sign up for the loop?
0: It's very simple. Just go to CatholicVote.org. You'll see a, a thing that says, you know, sign up for the loop. Click there. Uh, it, it's free. Just give us, you know, your email. We'll send it to your inbox every day, uh, six days a week. And uh, there's lots of good articles um, about what's going on in the news, but there's also in the saints of the day, links to the daily readings from the mass, um, usually very uh, some good spiritual reflections and stuff like that. So I really, you know, it's it's like your it, it's like a Catholic newspaper coming to you every day in your inbox.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's like, it is truly my favorite thing I look forward to in the morning. I mean, it's like, it's what I do. I, I love it. And so, yep, the Catholic boat. And so, uh, uh, and the loop. And so the first time somebody told me about it is a good friend of mine, Todd, said, you should go get Catholic boat. And I thought he said boat, B O A T. I thought it was for like boaters that were Catholic. And so that was, that was like, uh, that was probably about three year or four years ago now. And so, so it's like, it's changed my, my, uh, mindset in regards to Catholic media. And uh, I just think that you guys have hit upon a gold mine, Josh, and how you guys are doing this. And, uh, and so we just need to get the word out even more and more. And so I'm hoping that all listeners that are listening to this right now at least Google the loop or Catholic vote. It's truly... Uh, um, it's truly a revolutionary way to get the news from a catholic perspective so you could
4: possibly have 2.4 more million followers
1: you could he should i love it
2: let's
1: go yeah <laughs> yeah and i and i never tried to get 10 people to sign up although i got way more than 10 you should have like a super coffee mug for somebody that gets like 100 or something like that so I know. but i i i mean the, I
0: mean the father well, I mean, you're you're a, a super buffalo mug, right? Like yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, Josh in our last minute, do you have any uh, words of wisdom or anything yet left to say about the the issue of the loop and Catholic vote?
0: Well, I just think, just in general, you know, obviously, we're all called to pray. You know, we're all called to you know to follow sacraments, and God wants us to be you know informed, uh, good citizens. Uh, and I think this is a great way to help people get you know educated on what's going on in the world and in the news. And so, it's free. That makes it yeah.
1: easy. It's free. It's easy, and it's interesting, and it's a way to stay informed. So look it up. The Loop Catholic Vote. Sign up for it. Josh, thank you very thank much you, for joining Josh. us.
0: All right. God bless you guys. Thank you. All so right. God bless for you.
1: Every blessing. We'll be right back after this brief break, talking to Monica Hendrickson about a way to meet the Pope. Just kidding. But Live, stay tuned. Engaging and
0: local.